Hey, we are live on the side quest. Your fantastic, wonderful, perfect, joyful, joyful, yeah, joyful. That was a game I reviewed a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, journey into the world of video games and video game adjacent things. Uh, I am one of your wonderful hosts, Dolly Demofsky. Um, oh, look at that. Uh, joining me is the wonderful, always wonderful, I should say, Zach. Okay, Quest Quest. That's me. That's you. And we may be joined by Taylor and JJ, who are singing each other to sleep, apparently. Good for them. Uh, that is that is always, always fun. Zach, how's it going? You said it, in the pre-show, you told me it was finally cooling down where you're at. Yeah, it's cooling down. It's also, I mean, it's humid still, kind of, but okay. like it's 80s, upper okay. 80s, lower 80s, 70s. So, you know, it's finally feeling good. Just things aren't as miserable anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys went through a spell of hundreds of degrees, is what it what it looked like every time I popped the, the weather app open to see what was going on down there. Yeah, for a couple, for like, two months straight it was just 100 degrees <clears throat> and Blech. like all the yards around here are just like all yellow oh really all the grass is crunchy because it's just like there's <laughs> there's no point to like there's no point yeah, yeah. so it's just yeah things are finally okay. returning to normalcy it's good yeah up here whenever i don't know how it is by you guys but up here whenever we like don't water our lawn um it uh we just start getting weeds like crazy so hey it's Adrimus. hello hello but yeah my lawn finally has recovered i didn't water it all summer until maybe like two three weeks ago is when i actually started watering it again like end of august seems to be doing okay now but let's yeah, uh there's there's a thing you gotta do down here with your foundation of your house uh-huh like you have to water it or the foundation can like basically oh, yeah. split because it's because it gets so dry. Like the ground separates from the house, basically. So Are you on a lot of like clay uh, soil over there or top? Soil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is like you're basically required to water your foundation when it's oh, wow. like super dry. And yeah. So even if it's not going to do anything, you you're still see people watering like sure. close to their houses. So their houses don't split or whatever. <laughs> I can see like just collapsing into into voids. Yep. <laughs> but crazy. I yeah, uh, that I I believe it. I home ownership man. I think I mentioned it in our Discord. I've got uh, I had a we had a violation on our cause we had the pool installed last summer. Cool, mm -hmm. great, and we had to put some. We're not allowed a privacy fence in our stupid HOA. So I had to install Arborvitaes. I'm like, okay, I'll at least I'll install Arborvitaes because those suckers grow really tall. Well, apparently the landscapers, because we had landscapers do it, they um, uh, didn't install in the right spot. And it's right in, it's basically in the easement above the um, sewer. So you can't have it there. So I have to rip them all out. So it's like, <laughs> I just lost thousands of dollars. I got to do it all myself. Because the landscape wow. company and our HOA was pretty dumb, so yeah, home ownership, y'all. It's not, it's not fun. Um, but uh, forget home ownership. Let's get out of the real home and get into the the virtual home. It's been it's been a fun, very interesting week to say the least. Um, yeah, busy week, wall. yeah, yeah, very busy week. Uh, we'll get into some of the games we've been playing. Zach has some cool stuff that he's been reviewing. Um, but we are going to talk about some of the news. And uh, I'm going to start with just the news that's been, forget all the directs and the live streams. The news that we've been talking about nonstop is the stupid Unity BS. Oh, Lord. That's so, a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so they decided, you know, instead of the tip, the the revenue sharing and the, the cost and subscriptions that they that they had set up in their previous tiers. Let's scrap all of that and let's add a fee for each time a game is installed. And at first it was, you know, they, they tried to clarify it and it was even multiple installs of the same game that you own across, like from one laptop to your other computer, to your phone, to let's say you're 
your hard drive gets wiped if you reinstall it it costs again the developer so um that install and it just kept spiraling down from there because every time anyone at unity tried to explain it they would make an even worse mess of the situation and we know a lot of folks obviously you know developers ourselves and we know a lot of folks in the industry and we've been chatting with our indie friends a lot about this um and some of the you know the studios and everybody's pissed off everyone's like you know essentially if you're a small studio and you have a popular game you get fucked like that's really what it ends up being you know yeah and it's also it doesn't help that they didn't have any like clear like way to like count anything yeah they're just saying like we we are working on a soft a software or whatever that can count installs and it's not developed yet it's kind of where it's at and it so it's just it's it's strange it's actually really crazy to see a company like this big have this big of a misstep it's like Mm -hmm. nobody's on the same page everyone's Mm -hmm. avoiding questions uh yeah it's yeah yeah it's stupid and it it, really is if it goes through it could bankrupt a bunch of studios yeah uh so it's funny because i mean you see that you saw the jokes popping up from like the cult of the lamb developers and they're how they're saying yeah you know what buy our game because we're going to delete it january 1st they're not actually going to do it they 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 said they're not going to but people did run with the story but i can see folks taking that drastic of a course you know some a studio of like one or two people i mean there are plenty of games on steam that are just like one dev and all of a sudden like vampire survivors that's one dev and all of a sudden it became fucking popular imagine if that was done in unity which it wasn't but uh you know, so it's uh, it's a complete mess of a situation. You know, it's just and and then even even if Unity walks it back, they've already which they destroyed. Will. Yeah, they've already destroyed yeah. any good goodwill. All these big studios they use, yeah. all the big studios that use Unity to make their games have already said like, "Hey, we're in the middle of a de- of making a game right now, but we're going to stop." And yep. move over to a different one. Huge yep. studios that sell millions of copies of games yep. are just like, yeah, we're not going to do it, and that's huge. Um, and that's good. So I'm I'm excited yep. to see what happens no. with that. But yeah, because I mean, like, there's no telling what they could do two years from now or a year exactly. from now again. So it's I mean, you, move away. I saw somebody else. You know, you and I were kind of looking at some some tweets earlier. Like some folks are saying, "Well, yeah, but but if you go to Unreal, what's stopping them from changing it?" Like no motherfucker, they literally said they will not change it, and if they do, we'll give you a heads up warning. Yeah. We're going to be transparent. You're going to be in on the process to figure this stuff out. Like Unreal, uh, RPG Maker, Godot, all, everybody's coming out saying, "No, you're going to be a part of this process, and you'll be grandfather." You know, so. It's it's such a stupid situation because like I Unity is a for all intents and purposes it is a excellent engine to learn game dev on it really mm-hmm. is because it's you can be visual at the same time you can learn the coding side of things and uh, you can become a better game designer you can become a game designer but better definitely better game designer by by just learning Unity I mean I, there's tutorials everywhere for free and and Unity's, yep. you can download it for free but um, a lot of folks would typically will will do it. They'll do is say, you know, I actually, you know, I learned it. I learned it pretty well. I think I'm just going to go ahead and make my game in Unity. And that's what's happened with, you know, an overwhelming percentage of devs, indie devs on Unity is is that. And so, yep. it's not going to be the case anymore. You know, I, I'm like I was teaching myself Unity, <clears throat> um, messing around with it over the last, you know, basically since 2020. I started just kind of dinking with it. Uh, and I, I've realized now I'm like, you know what, it's, it's a good idea to not be stuck on one engine as an indie and to really kind of spread out, go to Godot, try that a little bit, try unreal, learn enough of these. And I mean, it's a lo- little bit of a longer process, but, yeah. um, it's, it's worth it. It really, it really feels like the unity folks saw that all that money and all those installs that, uh, Honkai Rail is making it. They're yeah. like motherfuckers. Well, we want to well, piece that. It's so weird because they have revenue share. <laughs> yeah, with those yeah. games. So, and 
Yeah, so now what's also interesting today, a lot of mobile games, free-to-play games that use Unity's like ad implementation yep. thing, yep. they've turned their ads off. Yeah. In their yep. games. That happened today. That's sort so, of the strike right now. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like they're they're losing a lot of money <laughs> and their math behind why they did it, like it like from like a financial standpoint, like, yeah, it makes sense. I get it. This would make them more money. Mm-hmm. But like, is it really like it's really worth that much to like <laughs> to like yeah. d- destroy the livelihoods of people and also not have people on your platform? Like it's just it, it's crazy. It feels like a last ditch effort to try to save a business in a weird way. It's like, oh, we're gonna try this now. And it's like, wow, you really effed that up. Like, really effed that up. And I think what you said is very truthful earlier, which is you've now if you walk this back 100 percent and it goes the way it is, you've already damaged relationships like people will already say you know what we don't want to deal with you guys we're going to yeah. go to unreal and learn you've that. they've legitimately lost their lost. their biggest users yeah like they're already yeah, gone totally. yeah. so yeah so, i mean yeah. the only people who are going to like think of this as like a win for them are like those weirdos are that are making <laughs> vr games i saw a guy like that yeah yeah like, yeah this is good for me because now there's less people involved in the 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 pot you know it's just sure that's not the way to look at it <laughs> I completely agree it's just so wild um yeah well uh it's gonna be an interesting next few weeks i think this is gonna keep flip-flopping back and forth and it's gonna go to court i i feel like yes. we're gonna have a court uh court hearing about this <laughs> so i mean you yeah you, you can't change the terms of service that drastically you know uh on a product like this where you're literally you literally are stealing money from people who use your product yeah so and if you've used class action is gonna happen if you've used the plan if you've used this this before like you know when you boot it up there's like a window that pops up that you click okay on and that's the Mm -hmm. terms of service that they show you every single single time so they shadow drop that out of no nowhere And then got rid of a like a subscription tier and moved everyone from that tier they got rid of to the higher tier, and it's like, well, you agreed to it when you opened up, like you clicked OK, and mm-hmm. th- yeah, there's it, there there's something that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. it. It's it's interesting is not to like not to get political. We are very much right now in an era of strikes, in an era of um, the employees rebelling against corporations for just being evil corporations over the last like especially since covid corp like you know corporations and ceos made so much fucking money employees didn't make nearly as much money as the ceos and corporations did and users of the products are getting screwed even more so i yep. think um I, you know i this is definitely a labor first era and i think this this just kind of falls into it and i think it's fantastic and let's let's keep rebelling like again i'm a hobbyist game dev uh i know you are as well I, like half the folks on our site who visit us are dicking around with some game every as everybody should by the way everybody should play around with game dev software um it's a good way but, to appreciate games yeah you, you learn appreciate to appreciate games excuse me exactly exactly uh but uh and so we're you know there's a there's a movement and it's gonna keep going and good um speaking of game devs this one kind of sucks this little bit of news so uh immortals of avium i think was a uh a a game that uh, where is that game that came out and nobody remembers a game that came out and nobody remembers i'm trying to find the to share this link here um, but uh, Ascendant Studios, I'll find it eventually, I swear. Here we go. Ascendant Studios, who developed Immortals of AVM, um, uh, laid off about 45% of its workforce, which is it's just its just horrible. So it's like 40, 40 employees or so were let go. Uh, they employed over 100 people. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's pretty crappy. Unfortunately they this is a case where they you know they hired quick over the pandemic to develop this game just like everybody does you know they're sort of a they're not a triple a dev 
they're kind of in a this is sort of a double A dev. It was like yeah. EA originals, right? Yeah, it? one of the EA. Yeah, originals. they got funded by yeah. the devil. By the devil. Um, and uh the game just got lost. Like it got lost. They released it in I think it was July end of July, beginning of August, when listen, you had Zelda, you had Final Fantasy, you had Diablo, you had uh, Street Fighter, you had Pikmin in July. You had uh, a little game called Baldur's Gate. You had people wait, you know, Starfield. People were waiting for all these other games and not this game because yeah, I I fully believe this was just horrible release timing. On uh, they really should have delayed this game till to like beginning of next year. Like yeah, just get it get it out of the way because it's not going to it's not going to make a make a dent and it didn't it didn't make yeah a dent. it came out see august 22nd so i mean it's still <clears throat> oh my god it hasn't even been a month no oh so you still got Baldur's gate you still have you got the starfield hype and then you have harmored core around that yep. like it's just like a horrible horrible time it to really release is. the game especially like a shooter that doesn't look like it looks okay, but it's like yep. it's just not the type of ge- it's it's a game that if it was released in January would have done fine. Agreed. Because January is like the dry month, but yeah. like there's literally like so many updates of other games that came out in August too. Uh, there's like a big Apex update that came out. Like it's just like mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not a good time <laughs> to, no. to to release it. <laughs> Mister EA looked at that calendar was like. Eh, we can use you as a tax write-off, which is essentially what they they basically they just send it out to die, which is sad. Legit, uh, and you know, I, I know people that <clears throat> took a look at it, and oh my lord, from space, from whoa. space, hearing about this so, game at all. Yeah, a lot of people didn't hear about this game at all. But uh, again, poor marketing because marketing was lost. Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Bliss has joined us. Taylor, sing us a lullaby. It has Rosario Dawson in. Is that her? Really? Is that her in there? I don't know. Oh, it looks she, like it. She got laid off. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they have laid off Rosario Dawson from Ahsoka. No, wait, no, that's no, uh, uh, Dying Light too. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Taylor? Oh, it's going great. You just missed I'm... our Unity talk. You gonna throw your two cents in for Unity? Yeah, it's a dumb fucking choice. <laughs> I <laughs> shouldn't you. have done it. <laughs> <laughs> That was, a, uh, that was a weird fucking thing to do, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And now we're talking about uh, Sun & Studios with, Lord, with Immortals of Avium, a game it, it, just three months, three, three weeks Three weeks old. ago, yeah. And they're, they, they're like, well, yeah. we didn't sell anything. Goodbye. Like, how how ready? Wow. So no, I, gotta, uh, oh. I like that. Breaking the veil. Cool background, dude. New, new screen. Back there, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, what if I didn't? What if I had less money than I did the day before? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I decided the Elgato green screen was on, nice, so, and I bought it. Uh, thanks, Elgato, for the sponsor. By the way, I'm just kidding, I paid for that. Sponsored by Elgato, I wish I have right? enough of their shit, you would think. Yeah. Um, it wasn't doing this when I was testing before. Oh, look at that. Oh. Oh, he's floating away. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Unity thing's really fucking bizarre. Because, uh, like, the choices are weird. Um, there are lots of other competitors that are bigger than them that they are going to compete against. And I don't feel like they had something that would guarantee them continued support with this mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the weirdest thing to me about it is that like they don't have a truly captive audience other than the pedigree the pedigree of the engine itself sure and the fact that there's a lot of people that use it um which in and of itself isn't an it's like it's not enough right i i feel like so it's just like weird yeah i don't get it but anyway, yeah, it's gonna blow up in their face. It already has. Yep. Um, so, good. Maybe they can fix it. Nope. I, I honestly, I think the uh, best they can roll it back, but they can roll it back. But the the relationship has been damaged, and I really feel yeah. like the only th- the only thing that can really sort of get them on the right path isn't just to walk it back, but 
get have rid someone, of the CEO. Have someone get rid of the CEO, but then have someone purchase Unity. I mean, you kind of have to have somebody bigger come in and be like, "Okay, we're going to buy Unity." Who other than Rickety Cellos can truly bring them through this to the end? Yeah, <laughs> Rickety Cello. Uh, yeah, no, Taylor. So many big devs have said, "Like, yeah, we're in the yeah. middle of making a game. We're stopping it." Dude, now. The, the, like, did you guys see the? <laughs> did you guys see the statement from Megacrit? No. Yeah. Mega oh, yeah, Crit, yeah, 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 yeah. Me- Mega Crit developers of the Slay the Spire. Yeah. Um, put out a thing of you know they're working on a new thing and uh, <laughs> anyway, the 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 punchline was this is the first press release we've ever put out. Yeah. That's how bad this. Is. <laughs> That's how bad you fucked up. It's awesome. It's great. <laughs> well, we you know we were kind of saying there's there's a labor movement happening in the in yeah, across the, yeah, the that, world right now, but in the U S especially, this definitely falls in with all kinds of aspects of. We're sick of being screwed over by money grubbing, money hungry companies and CEOs, and it's time that we stand up. And I think, I mean, great. There's, you know, there's a there's the unions in the game industry are starting. You have the um, CG, the you know the the VFX union at Disney is is has yeah. officially gone live. So if <clears throat> this is another aspect of that, and I think it's I think it's right. I think you know it's. I agree with that take. Yeah. People see enough, but um, it's in the water, boys. It's in the water. Uh, let's move on to some happier news. Uh, no. I mentioned we were gonna, yes, no, oh, sorry. Um, uh, we had a bunch, we had a couple showcases this week, and uh, we're gonna talk briefly about both of them and some of the things we like there. Well, more briefly about one of them than the other one, yeah, but. I guess so. Uh, I'm gonna talk briefly about this one, which is interesting. So Nintendo showcased, uh, they had their direct yesterday. And do you like remakes? Do you like remakes of games from the two th- early 2000s? Well, guess what? Uh, you got your Paper Marios. <laughs> you got your uh, Luigi's Mansion. You got another recollection. You got Mario and Donkey Kong. I actually have Luigi's Mansion on there twice. What the hell am I doing? Um, <laughs> you have, uh, why did I post that link? Uh, you have games that were out in the early 2000s and now they're oh shoot i should show the the picture that would help look at that this game is 50 bucks i can't i can't can't believe that (laughs) um no it's uh fucking wild stuff actually (laughs) what's in yeah exactly what's (laughs) so granted paper mario thousand year door highly regarded game luigi's mansion 2 eh but they wanted to get a luigi game it was it was okay it was a it was Luigi's fine. Mansion on the 3DS. It was fine for what it was. You weren't getting it because it was the big one. Uh, this is kind of a cool, cool nobody yeah. played it. Let's bring it over. There is definitely a niche following. And then Mario versus Donkey Kong, which is DK94, basically the sequel to Donkey Kong 94. Um, <sighs> after the, you're, you're sighing because you remember all of the mini stuff afterwards, which sucked ass. The original Mario versus Donkey Kong was really good, and I urge because it, it is Mario versus it is Donkey Kong ninety four part two. It's a, it's the direct sequel to that. Did you see would, the the Kyle Bossman thing today? Yes, it was great. It was great when he talked about this when they're describing how mm-hmm. to play the game. It's like you, how do you get across this this yeah. this body of water? You jump and grab on the tail. He's like, he's like, this is how you describe a game to like a dog being like sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't <laughs> need to go into that depth, Nintendo. Um, I think they did want to me- note that it wasn't a typical Mario game. I think that's probably why they did it that way. But uh, really, the whole point of this that I'm trying to get to is we are in full Switch Two mode, like. Yep full switch Two mode i mean their main studios are all developing games for the switch Two, and now they're just saying let's get a lot of these younger studios and you know second party partners to develop to kind of update some of our older games punch them out and then we'll have content so somebody did post on uh in the in the discord about like you know what could be evidence of the switch to in this direct, which mm-hmm. I actually am inclined to agree with. This is a pretty show. It's like a three and a half minute oh, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because both the thousand year door remake mm-hmm. and uh, the remake for Mario, Mario RPG have stylized icons for buttons. Yes. In their trailers. 
Um, and they are color-coded like the old Super Famicom, uh, mm-hmm. Jap- you know, the Japanese Super Nintendo, uh, were, were color-coded. And that is a different, that's a color differentiation that Nintendo make, made when they made the new 3DS over the original 3DS. Um, and certainly wouldn't be crazy to do it again. So it was actually yeah. that was uh, I thought it was like that was a neat catch. Um, I forget who was that posted that. I think that. it was Jake. Was it Jake from State Farm? Yeah. Jake from State Farm. Yeah. Thanks, Jake from State it, Farm. But if it shows it here, but no, you're correct. I I, I did see that too and thought oh. I I didn't notice it until after until you you guys posted that video and I'm like oh interesting. Didn't uh, it was what it was uh, the game something or other the game explain. Game explained. Thank you. Game explained. Yeah, I was I was literally looking for it just so that I could actually properly attribute them. But it is it, uh, game something or other is their actual name though. <laughs> it's just a like I think they show term. it here, right? It's uh, there it is. This is this. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh y. yeah. Yeah. They color coded Y. Um, Mario RPG is the one that had the color coded A, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So I don't know. There'll be that's an it was an interesting hypothesis. Um, I like that. It, and it also Nintendo, does make sense from a marketing's perspective. Yeah. And Nintendo usually strays away from that unless it's an intentional thing, like with the upgraded versions. They usually stray, like, because, like, on the game GameCube, they made sure the A was green, B was red. But the Switch, they haven't ever, like, really done that, right? They haven't. Right. Lowercase like, C content. Listen, yeah. there's, a re- there's a reason why it, it was nothing more than a three and a half minute YouTube video, right? Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't even published as a short. It was literally just a three and a half minute video. <laughs> but, you know, you were saying, Zach. Yeah, yeah so they, they're pretty intentional. Like, yep. on the game GameCube, they made sure, hey, here's this. On the Wii, they're, pre- they're, they're very forward with how you see the button, how you press it, because they're a company that makes games for everyone you know they have to kind of have that in their game design on the switch they haven't had any colors on anything until now so i think it's a pretty good uh assessment indicator that there's a new switch coming out i'm uh i mean we we mentioned it last week and uh we're definitely we are in full-on switch 2 mode not even just the rumors and the leaks but just the games that are coming out, you know, all these remakes and yet F zero 99, which if you guys haven't played it, definitely play it. Um, which is just fucking beautiful chaos. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm personally going to pass, but it's just awesome. Did you play it? Appreciate it, yeah. It's, it's that's, just, that's it's not a Zag game. Chaos. That's not right. a Zag game. That's not a Zag game. It's a Dolly game. I was surprised because I love Tetris 99. Uh, hated Pac-Man 99, but, uh, Oh, uh, this is, how do you F-Zero. get across this? This How do you, you, you gotta jump. <laughs> I want to. I just you... want to see the uh, the color coded A button on here somewhere. Right? I think it's on Mario RPG. It was, our, oh, it was Mario it? RPG. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, yeah. no problem, no problem. Well, there you go. How do you do a handstand? Yeah, yeah. Good, and a back back flip. Look at that, and I gotta climb. Oh, how do I get out of there? These but uh, suck, yes. Yeah. I, I cannot, dude. I'm sorry, but I can't believe that's fifty bucks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, rem- reminder that the uh, the Game Boy Advance game was like twenty bucks or thirty bucks at most. Who yeah, knows? but uh, yeah, I, that's Nintendo being Nintendo. Guess what? We're gonna buy it. Um, but yeah, we're we are in, there's a we- you said we're gonna buy it. I meant they're gonna buy it. Okay. They're gonna buy it. Mm. Uh, however, Best Buy still has those buy two get one free, or uh, Amazon has buy one get one free. So if you're really feeling it, so yeah, the remakes are there. Uh, Paper Mario, you guys into Paper Mario at all? Sure. I thought that the trailer for this one actually looked pretty good. Aside from oh, there uh, was some, the A. That's the A for Paper Mario. Yep. So they have the color coded A and the other one too. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, was uh, there was some people saying that it looked like this was 30 fps instead of 60 like on the gamecube apparently um, yeah so, uh, digital foundry said it was looked like it was 30 as well yeah. yeah um which is kind of a bummer because yeah. games like this always look better in 60 but yep. i will say um i think the paper cutout style that they did um there's like this little bit of extra white tithering yeah, that they did yeah. on the white yeah. on the on the paper Love. cutouts that looks really good um, I think th- I think that the actual raw paper art looks better in this version than the original Thousand Year Door um, in, because um, of it. 
Yes, I agree. And there's there they actually do have a comparison video out there that yeah. shows it. What's what's great about this is the it's Paper like Mario games since since the Thousand Year Door have given these really dark outlines. Like they don't have the white outline. They just kind of yeah. keep it a really bl- and it looks bad. It like yes. stylized I don't, it, too much. It doesn't. It does not look as good as like this. This no. has recaptured. I mean, yeah. like. Look at this. This looks so good. Wait till the dragon, right? The dragon was awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Like there I want it to I want it to feel more like paper. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. and instead of like just it be it being a weird 2D game, um yep. it needs I needed to do what this is doing. Um I mean it doesn't hurt that Thousand Year Door is uh, I'm sure like most people would agree is probably the best paper Mario game mm-hmm. that they made. So, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't it does not hurt that they're starting with the best one out of the bunch. Agreed. Agreed. I cannot the believe seat. that they ungamerified uh, Airhead and made it lunkhead. lunkhead. Did you guys see that discourse I saw at all? That too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jesus <No>. Christ. <laughs> yeah. The sequel to the sequel to Super Mario RPG. It's interesting that they are releasing two um, remakes, RPG remakes, so, so soon, so quickly apart from each other. They said this is 2024. They didn't say when in 2024 for this one. Um, February. February you is, think so? is Peach is I'll tell you. I don't think so. Is. No, March. yeah, I think that's probably March, probably March. February is uh, is this girl right here, Princess Peach Showtime, which got God bless this amazing uh, art artwork, dude. This looks fantastic. This is a good job on that. Um, but one thing I noticed about the game, so yeah, this is a. Let's see if this can go. There we go. I'm gonna pop it, pop it like that. Pop it like it's hot. Uh, <clears throat> one thing I really enjoy about this is that they're okay. It's gonna sound weird, but bear with me. They're barbifying Peach in that. Hey, that Peach can also be. She's a princess, sure, but she can also be a fighter. She can also be a yeah chef. She can also be a you know a detective. She can be whatever, which I think is actually really cool. And I think it's the right path to go with the character because this game. Now you've she's been playable in plenty of games as sort of an alternate Mario character, and this is her first real starring role. I mean, there was a Super Princess Peach, but her special power was crying in that game and getting emotional. This is the first time that they they said, "Hey, Peach is her own character, and she's got some cool cool deets to her." You know, cool yeah, details. They- they kind of they kind of did that in Odyssey, you know, where she's traveling around yeah. by herself. And yeah. She's kind of like, "Hey, Mario, what's up? I'm traveling by myself. I don't need you." Like, yeah, they're kind of. But yeah, no, this is super cool. It's like Balan Wonder World, but with Peach, which is cool. Then probably one that'll actually work. Let's yeah. let's stick with Final Fantasy X two Peach. No, actually, there's I see a whole lot of Kirby in this in a weird way because Kirby can take on you know, like Sword Fighter Kirby and Magician Kirby. But in this case, what I what I like is that um, the different costumes she wears have completely different effects to the world. Like Sword Fighter, it just felt like a normal platformer. <clears throat> detective, where she's going to don this detective, she you do like actual clue searching, detective work, and figuring stuff out. And the chef game looks like the chef one here looks like it's going to be more of a mini game, cooking mini game. So I think there's like cool whatever one you wear helps you solve the levels in a different way so i think that's i think that's all all pretty awesome so yeah i'm, I'm actually cool. I'm really really looking forward to this weird little game but um the uh the one that i wanted to get to i think that was basically it for for nintendo um the one thing i did want to get to was the sony one because uh zach knows which one i'm going to share first and this is the one that we've been looking forward to for a while and a lot of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. The only redeeming thing that came out of the Sony show. Yeah, that's one thing that matters. Everything else was bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, kind of. Boring. I mean, there were things that yeah. were... And Spider-Man Zach... looks more Spider-Man, which looks, still looks <laughs> great. But Looks yeah. great, yeah. Let's talk about this first. We'll talk about yeah. this first. My guys. Anything else to say about it? Um, yeah, I like that they are in full promotion mode and they're not mm. hi- hiding like spoilers from the yeah. first game like Zach like being this. alive is like yep. the biggest thing that they can show um, uh, and also Sephiroth and Cloud working together is uh, also a pretty big 
thing. Uh, Sephiroth yeah. is playable in this, apparently. So, that that got. And that there's also a tie-in character in this trailer that's from the new mobile game that just came out. Oh, really? So okay. we already know that you're going to need to play the mobile game before this game comes out. Is there is there anything that hasn't been more Square Enix than that than that moment? Right. right. No, it's dude. It just looks so perfect and like what Kyle Bossman was saying about it. Like it just looks like a fun video game. Like it's like this it has everything, but this, it's this also fun. There's also fun to it. Like they got cloud riding in a truck. They got look at this. Look at this shit. They got, they got it going up, flying with a chocobo. They got Red chocobo. Thirteen on a chocobo. They got Cloud on a Segways. Segway. Like it just this looks like a me, fun game. You know, this is this is Final Fantasy to me. Yeah, and why I I you missed it last week, but I did pick up Final Fantasy Sixteen because it was on sale, and that I had some coupons. Um, uh, this is Final Fantasy to me, and Final Fantasy Sixteen is not Final Fantasy to me yet. I mean, I haven't started playing it yet, but and the reason I say that isn't the battle style it's that final fantasy to me is like you can have a lot of cool shit from a storytelling magic all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. it's just it's just the dumb it's like anime level of just stupid fun things that they have with the series yeah. or you can tell that they're actually in like in making an a joy enjoying entertaining a joyful experience there you go I spit yeah it out. and that's, that's that's final fantasy to me yeah and that's what, goofiness and 16 does that a lot in the mm-hmm. boss boss fights the boss fights are like where that yeah. game is just like crazy like look at this yeah. fucking dance i love that but yeah there's there's none of this, this which guy. is like this is what makes final fantasy 7 yes. like popular because yeah. it has has all that this. shit in there yeah, yeah. Look at, they give you the, the motorcycle races everything's in there so... i think to me and what's great is that this ends at the forgotten capital um because yeah. they 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 asked there uh, he is a guy from the mobile game there he is yep <laughs> they asked the developers, and this is you know going underwater to get what we need to get. Um, they asked the de- the developers, uh, or oh. no, I'm sorry, they asked Namura. The, the they're like, yeah. So what? Uh, where does this game end in relation to the original Final Fantasy VII? And obviously, we know this game essentially. Like you were, you explain it better than I can, Zach. Without spoiling it, go ahead. And okay. Yeah. So the entire like premise of the remake mm-hmm. is that is not a remake but it's its own thing and the game itself the narrative and the game are like fighting against each other to like change like like the game's fighting to change the narrative and the narrative is trying to be the story you think of it as Mm -hmm. so there's a lots of moments where the they they like clash and you like alter the time timeline and sephiroth like blatantly says multiple times like there's alternate timelines. There's things going on that coexist and blah, blah, blah. So what's fun about this is they're teasing like, yeah, everyone's excited about that thing that's going to happen where Aerith mm-hmm. dies. It's like they're, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to no. kill some somebody else or they're not going to kill anybody. Uh, they're mm-hmm. like, there's they're going to do something different because that's what the remake has done so far like they let biggs and wedge and jesse live uh who die in the original uh and yeah there's also a lot of other things like the first trailer they showed where they're getting people out of the wreckage it's mm-hmm. usually Aerith in the cutscene that's being taken out of the wreckage but it's actually tifa yeah. and then sephiroth's like why did i kill the wrong person what's yeah. going on so it's like there's just a lot of stuff like, okay like they're playing games with us and i love that and i love that they're not shying away from it because people got mad when they sure did remake first came out they're like this is different where you lied you lied you lied to us and it's like that's what makes it good and like fun mm-hmm. is that they're able to like mess around with it and yeah so it's just a, like a big million like a hundred million dollar joke and it's fun and i love it I agree. I love it. I'm uh, I'm plugging through the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I think that's it's funny. Like my backlog now is shifting from stuff I had on the Switch to stuff on the PS5 and Steam Deck, and so I'm got little bits of Baldur's Gate in there. And I'm like, I've really I I never finished Final Fantasy VII, so I have to finish Final the remake. So 
this good. this year this year it's um they're yeah. my favorite versions of these characters by the way yeah, the ones I that exist so in remake and also you can see sephiroth's pores in his nose dude he's got black <laughs> he's he's got black black heads you can see him hold Look. hold on hold on a second wait 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 <laughs> look at that shit homie's flying in space man i love yeah, I'm it in space dog we're gonna call you we're gonna call you hubble from now on um uh, but yeah no, uh, it's, this is you're thinking of the, this is the wrong telescope man oh yeah 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 sorry yeah. this is the james it's webb come on web. Dog. the web i should know better um but I mean, uh, literally, you literally should though i literally should know better because I, <laughs> I said hubble because a lot of people don't know the web yet all right um, i don't want to know those people i don't yeah we don't know who those people are, and we don't care. No, shh. Let's just enjoy. Let's enjoy. Uh, I'm still yeah, there. they got there's a there's a part in this new trailer where Red Thirteen is riding a chocobo, and he's like holding the reins. It's, Love it. It's great. Love the it. dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dog, dog. The dog. What the dog doing? He's flying a cho a chocobo. What the dog doing? Uh. All right. So that's it for the news. We'll get into the games that we are playing. Um, and I think, let me stop sharing here. Um, from my standpoint, I'm just going to dive in super quick because I'm I'm reviewing uh, AK Axolotl, AK Zolotl. Uh, I got a review code for that, baby. Um, and I'll have, I'm just getting into it, so I'll have more to say about that next week. I'm liking what I have so far, what I've been playing so far, but... We'll wait till next week's episode before I uh, I fully dive into it. But um, Zach has been playing been playing some stuff. Zach, what uh, what okay. are you, you got a, you got some review stuff maybe even to talk. Yeah, about. I'll talk about the review stuff last. But I'll okay. talk about the things. There's yeah. two games I want to just touch on that I've been playing. Sure. Um, one of them is the Final Fantasy VII mobile game. Um, oh, yeah. So <laughs> this this thing is really interesting because it's like. What's it called? In, like, it's instant? Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Um, Ever Crisis. Okay. Yeah, so this it's all the canonical stories of Final Fantasy VII in one place. So it's like you mm-hmm. have Crisis Core, you have Before Crisis, you have Ever Crisis, you got First Soldier, you got the light novels, you got Final Fantasy VII, you got all these, all these things. Um, and what's like, so... It's a gotcha game, but it's not like a really bad gotcha game where it's like you have to pull, you have to like roll for characters. You you have access to all the characters. The things you're rolling on the gotcha floor are your weapons and armor, but those also really don't matter either. So it's just for people who want to do like super high end, like hard content. And this is Sephiroth when he's young, like before he turns evil and stuff, uh, which is cool. Anyways, uh, short yeah. hair. So you get to experience the story of Final Fantasy VII, Crisis Core, all these games in like mm. a remade aesthetic, which is in the style of the PlayStation 1 game. Nice. What's really cool is they remade Crisis Core in the same style. They remade, they made the other parts of the game in that same style. So it's like, it's a really cohesive like representation of story and and plot so it's like it's really fun to be like oh i'm playing crisis core but it looks like final fantasy 7 or oh i'm playing this new game called first soldier but it looks like final fantasy 7 it's like it's just really cute is, attention to detail that do I we love. know if dirge of cerberus is going to be included in this at all I'm, yes there's, all right. there's dirge of cerberus they've confirmed that before they're going to like release new story stuff as the game comes on. But yeah, this is a original story. This stuff right yeah. here is new. But it's like it looks no different than the other parts, which is cool. Cool. Um yeah, so it's the easiest way to experience the story for Final Fantasy 7 universe at large. Uh yeah, it's really it's fun. It has the trappings of every gacha game where it's like, "Hey, you want to mm-hmm. spend 40 bucks to buy this weapon?" And you're like, "No, but like it's there for people who want to." But you get to learn about Sephiroth. You get to learn about Zack and Wu Tai and Cloud and Shinra and Dope. all that yeah. stuff, all in one place on your phone. Like it's it's free. Like that's really cool. Like if you just want to experience the story, do it. And it's it's great because it's EC, which mm-hmm. is the next no, the next lettered game in the 
Final Fantasy, the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, because you had Advent Children was the movie. Um, yes. You had Before Crisis. I think that was a mobile game, right? Uh, was yeah, it? Before Crisis. It was like on the Engage or some stupid phone. <clears throat> yeah, something, something stupid. Then you had uh, uh, Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus. So yeah. A, C, B, C, 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 D, C, and this e is E, C. Yep. Yeah, F, C. Oh, yep. that'll be the last of the Final Fantasy VII remakes. It'll be Final, Final Fantasy Final Crisis or something. Final like. Crisis. There we go. We're calling it. Remember, like, that. yeah, it's it's just cool. kind of it's crazy. It's, it's crazy to me the amount of like money that's gone into this like free <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's just like it's just so cool to be is like it, they recreated Final Fantasy VII stuff. Is it made in Unity? Ah. Uh, it might be uh, honest, honestly, as most mobile games these days are. So, sure. I'll nice. Everybody's sleeping on Source Two, man. <laughs> yeah, there you Source, go. Source Two is crazy. Tell Source Two uh, is RPG crazy. Maker actually, ninety-five, baby, RPG Maker ninety-five. Yeah. Then the other game that I want to touch on is Sea of Stars. Sea of Ooh, Stars yeah. is very good. Um, it's been a while since the game was really just kind of like a single player game was really taking me and been like you have to play me until you beat it like like so mm. like i just what are you binged, playing on? i played on my computer nice. um it's on everything i think like <laughs> so you steam play or x like game pass xbox or game pass because okay, it's cool. free yeah. on there because you got it free like we said yeah nice. oh dude it just this, looks so good yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. what is what this studio does that I think other studios can learn from is they are being nostalgic, but they're not behold they're not beholden. To- well, yeah, oh yeah. So I, I was gonna say they do something new with it, uh, right. which which is just a different way of saying basically the same thing. Yeah, they're not like beholden to the software or technology of the time. They're like, like yeah, this is how the game would look back then but let's add these like modern flares to it like lighting and and the way it controls or the way the characters express themselves just like little things that really like amplify the experience um but i think the big thing besides just looking gorgeous is the story is really good the world is really interesting um it's like really just really creative and original hmm uh story mm. um and is really cohesive too like the beginning and like the inciting incident and how you get to where you're going it's just like like, like it all just like makes sense you know there's there's no like faults in it which is really just it's good to just kind of like it's good to have a game that allows you to engage in that that way but what i really love is is the fishing minigame no. is that is, no, you mentioned the board game last week. The board like game is cool. The board game, yeah. But what is really cool is it's a game that has cooking as a mechanic, right? There's a lot of JRPGs yeah. that have cooking as a mechanic. And it's just like you get plus five whatever, like, attack. This game is like your cooking is the way – are your potions, are your MP restores. Like you actively have to find ingredients and cook to have your potions for fights. And you can mm-hmm. only hold a certain amount of food. You can only hold 10 things. So your resource management each time you camp is really smart. But it's also like I've played so many JRPGs that have this mechanic that I just don't engage with because I don't have to. But right. this is like one of your party, one of the people in your party, Garl, he's your cook. Like he's a part of he's a, your friend. So he's going to cook for you because cook for that's his thing. So it's just like it makes sense in the story, makes sense on a mechanical level, and I love that. And that's just how the game like informs every decision. Like it all just makes sense. The combat is super cool. Like uh, you you land a precision attack. Like you press A whenever the animation hits, and you do more. You do more uh, damage, and then you if you do a normal attack just without any magic. You drop these spear, these spheres, and then the other people in your party can absorb those spheres and level up and attack. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna attack with, I'm gonna attack normal with Garl, so the other character can enhance this attack to attack this bad guy 
because he's weak to this or whatever. And in battles, little boxes will pop up above the bad guys and they'll have like elements to them and like swords on them. And if you break all those boxes above their head, they won't do their big attack that they're charging up for. So there's a lot of times where you have to use your brain and figure out the turn, like whose turn am I going to do? Who's Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so good because it's, it's very engaging. It's engaging on every level. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's the thing that a lot of JRPGs or just RPGs in general don't do. I mean, I love the genre, but it's like, cause sometimes I just like to grind with my brain off, but this game is like, you have to pay attention. You can get killed by just the normal dudes if you're not paying attention. And that's just really, yeah, it's just really good. Um, it's a super solid game. I will say like the, the, the biggest thing that for me right now is that like, it's not, I can't, I can't easily predict where it is going to go. Um, yeah. I could certainly predict certain things that did happen. I guessed, I guessed one of them cause they, but I don't think it was because, uh, they laid out a believable, like a easily guessable story. It's because they laid foundation of, Hey, we're, we're, um, what's the word we're foreshadowing that this is going to happen. So you're like, Oh, this is, this is probably going to happen. It wasn't like a, Oh wow, this story sucks. And I figured it out. It was the, 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 you know, the writers of the story was like, we want them to know that this part's going to happen. Um, but the rest of it is still like, okay, but what the hell is going to happen after that Mm. part that I figured out? And that is not as, and they've, it's already been like, it's already reached the point of like where I'm past knowing, what was going to happen. So, cause they, they introduced a character right at the beginning of the game. And, um, I thought that, uh, he was going to remain that he's kind of like a narrator. And I thought that that was going to stay that way for much longer than it did. I'll put it that way. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it plays with the tropes too, which is really fun. Yeah, uh, and which is which is which is what they did with the messenger, right? Yeah, um, that was a big big part of what me- what made messenger so uh, kind of charming and fun to play was playing with those tropes. And so they just you know they picked up and they're like, what if we did that? Except now it's with a different type of game. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and also the danger level for the characters is pretty prevalent too. Like they get hurt, like they mm. they get injured. When the main party like loses their eye in the first like hour, he gets his eye mm. stabbed, stabbed out of his head, and they really establish like, hey, like the there's 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 threats to these people, to these kids, um, and it's does a really good job of just like being it, like it's just it feels real, which is a good thing. I I I think, um, yeah, it's wonderful. It's a very wonderful game. Uh, mm-hmm. I just didn't, I like, I was talking to Taylor and I was like, like people were so excited for this game. I have no idea why (laughs) (laughs) And I played it. I was like, what the heck? Like, it's like, it's crazy. Uh, Cause I didn't play the developers past game. uh, Cause I just don't like those types. I don't like those types of games. Um, But you should, I know that you don't. You would, you would like them. You should dip your toesies into that video game. But I'm playing Gunbrella right now. I'm not right now, Zach. I'm not talking about this second. Um, But yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like that game picks you up and it's like, I'm going to carry you for the rest (laughs) of the way. Um, like you just like you just kind of want to keep going with the, it. It's the good. title of this episode. I will pick you up and carry you the rest of the way. That's sure. Why not? Yeah, definitely, definitely surpriser sleeper hit of the year for me. Yeah. I was, I'm just, yeah. It has been that kind of year, man. Yeah, it's been that kind of year. Every week, there's uh, there's a couple of games. I'm just like, that looks cool. Um, and you're like, why the so, hell? Nobody talking about this, or if they are talking about, it, you're like, this game is awesome. There's one uh, game that I played this year I haven't talked about that I'm keeping a secret until the end of the year. Oh, so. Okay, all go. right. Lies of P. Pikmin one and two remake. Pikmin one and two. Lies of P does. Lies of P is out, boys. It's, yeah. it's on Twitch. They're streaming it. 
It's on Game Pass. Lies of P.E.E. What other game were you playing? You said you had a couple that you you're playing. Oh, I was playing Gunbrella. Okay, yeah. Definitely buy that. The game, it's made by my friends. So, like, There's I'm going right yeah, yeah. to say that it's amazing. But <laughs> I told them today, I was like, like, hey, like, I was not expecting the narrative to, in this game to be good. good. Like, I that told them really that. I was like, I didn't expect it. The narrative. I didn't think in, you guys had it in you. I, I seriously, I, I was like, "Hey, this like I was." I added them. I said, "Who wrote this story?" Because I just wanted to know. And they told me like everyone kind of whatever. But it's just real. It's a pretty heavy story mm. in this in this platform. Like it's like like really pre- precise precision platforming game about a guy with a gun umbrella. Um, it yeah, the story like just blew me away. But yeah, that game is just really good. It's fifteen bucks. Like, scoop it up. Um, the sound, the guy who did the music. It's like really like cool, like jazz, like mm-hmm. heavy jazz, like hereditary thing. He's also doing the music on my game coming out soon. So, just a excellent. Just a little. Just, a little, just, a little, just little, saying. <laughs> but yeah, uh, play that game. Get it. Play doink, that doink. game. It's by the boys at Doinksoft. Uh, Caleb, Britt, Colin. Yeah. Um, great folks. Great folks. Yeah, besides that, two review games I'm playing right now that I can't talk about, but there are two other review games that I have played that I can yeah. talk about. I'll talk about the bad one first. Um, <laughs> sorry, person from the company is going to watch this review uh sprawl is the bad the bad one uh, so go ahead and look up the i got it loading it up so the genre of both of these games are first person shooters boomer shooters kind of more more so one of them's trying to be a boomer shooter the one i'm about to talk talk about it's more it's more so titanfall but not you know uh the i uh, so this game, yeah it's i'm trying to think of a way to say like because it's not bad it doesn't feel bad to play necessarily i just hmm. think that the so the issue really is the game is centered around mirror's edge kind of like parkour hmm. and guns and shooting and jumping around all these types of things that you do in boomer shooters and boomer shooters, you're necessarily always jumping, moving, strafing at any given moment. Right. In a sprawl, you're also running on walls, jumping in between walls, climbing obstacles, mirror's edge, ninja, Titanfall stuff, but they limit your jumps. Hmm. So you can only jump twice. In oh, one you, succession. you see it right there. Yeah. So, the issue comes is when you're moving around and dodging, you sometimes eat your jumps when you're trying to parkour. Mm. And also when you're running mm. on the wall, the, you, you'll slow down and you have to jump to regain your speed. And that counts as a jump loss as long as you're connected to the wall. Uh. So <laughs> the game, it just feels really finicky when it should, when it should be more, it should be more fluid. Um, I was going to say, it should, should be a little bit looser with how it lets mm-hmm. you achieve yeah. that speed. Yeah, it's it's just very <clears throat> strange. You can even, like, run on the wall and, like, t- turn as you're going as long as you keep pressing up against the wall, but you're slowing down and losing speed. And it has these huge, sprawling, like, city levels, and they're uh, fun. There's a sprawl. Sprawling there's a city. huge sprawl, yeah. And it's got a cool, like japanese cyberpunk aesthetic um and each gun has their own like secondary weapon mod like the pistols you can slow down time and like it it works but when when like whenever i play these boomer shooters i really like to be jumping jiving dodging going crazy moving as fast as i can aiming these amazing shots just killing anything like in my in my way that's what i want to do and and this with the sprawl with the density it's like it just 
on top of the controls. It's kind of get, it gets in its own way, but also gets in the way that I like to play games, these mm. types of games. So it's just it's a weird it's a weird match. And a lot of people who I've seen do reviews for this are are kind of saying the same thing. Like they shouldn't gel with it because they like to play one way. So it's just like a personal preference thing. I think I don't think it's I just don't think it's like a horrible game. Cause it's it's solid game. It's fun to shoot. Like, and if you gel with it, then cool. But I just think the the way they lock everything down with the movement is very uh, yeah. If it's no it sounds like the the whole premise of the game is this movement, and then yeah. but you're hampered with that movement. Like you're you're yeah. limited by that that cool gimmick. Yeah, it's it, and then the slowdown mechanic is cool like so to you slow slow you have to slow down a lot to shoot because you can only really damage them by shooting them in the heads so you really just need to like slow down aim head headshot Mm -hmm. um yeah i think if they made it how i wanted the game to be made it'd be it'd be great but it's not Mm. so uh this next game though is made how i want a game to be made so uh this one What's this it game is called? Warstride Challenges. Ooh. It's early access. Uh coming out like soon. It's out now, actually. September. Yeah. So it's so it's out. Early access. Uh Warstride Warstride Challenges is a speedrun centered like leaderboard time attack game. But the core mechanic is the boomer shooter running strafing jumping to like gain speed thing so it's like when you're playing like i don't know i think the best way to compare it would be to um the last year's hit neon white if you Mm. compare it to that it'd be a good way to uh to like that's like a good comparison but this is just like hey straight up boomer shooter like you have to jump precisely as you're running you have to have your momentum and you're expected to you know kill the enemies from point a to point b as fast as you can to get the to get the highest score that type of type of game and it's so fun it's so it feels so good to play it is feels like butter you're just moving Uh. through it feels like you're playing like doom you know it's like oh my gosh it feels so good and it's like so fun to just like restart you're like, okay, how do I make sure I kill this guy here and use that momentum to like get around this corner, like here, like make sure I don't get hit by this over here. It's just like, it's just so fun to like attack those trials and you know compare yourself to other people, race your old ghosts, that sort of thing. It's just like it's so, it's just so good. It just really feels like just a good shooter. Hmm. Bo- um that yeah and like each the idea of a a momentum based shooter always intrigues me yeah and i think from the other game you spoke about in this the the difference is like you you are incentivized to to keep moving in this because Mm -hmm. of that momentum yeah and well it it just feels like it just feels like doom it feels like doom 2016 Mm -hmm. you you know Mm -hmm. you're just like this brutal killing machine moving as fast as possible like going as fast as possible and just getting these insane tricks, trick shots. And the sure. game is like, they're, I'm pretty sure they're playing like they're, they favor in your, they favor in the player's advantage for the shots. Cause I'm, I don't think I'm that precise, but like it makes me feel like I'm this just like amazing player, like the best guys cool. ever played this game. I'm like nailing these heads headshots from across the room. I'm going crazy. I'm so fast. Like that's what it feels like, mm. and it's just like man, it's so fun. And you can make your own levels. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, and it, you can play against friends. You can like it, yeah, it's just so sick. That, that point that you made about this game making you feel like you're great. Like you're a superhero, like, like you are awesome. That's a, that's a good hook. Like when the game can make you feel like you're that. And that's just the gameplay mechanic does that. Mm. I think that is cool. That is. Yeah. That's pretty and solid. You get different, you get different, 
power ups too that you can use to like swap between so like it allows you to be like okay on this level i'm going to use this gun with this power up because i know whatever so like that's really interesting like yeah it's great it is so fun it feels yeah i just can't can't get over how good it feels like it is it's just so fun to play but if you have that if you have that brain worm that makes you want to be like get the highest score that you can on every level before you move on to the next chapter like this is the perfect game there's also skulls hidden in each nice each zone and this the skull great lighting in this too by the way visual mm-hmm. lighting is awesome the skull completion mm-hmm. is also different from the normal completion so it's like there's a normal level completion how fast you can do that but also how fast you can get the skull and complete it and then you unlock more special levels which are like different um permutations or like kill as many of these guys as you can like those types of things there's just so much so much to do and so Mm. much like challenge that you have to like approach um but yeah it's highly recommended some good multiplayer in there too nice it's sick it's so good sweet sweet sweet. awesome well good stuff dude very good very good uh and then taylor what are you playing See a star? I already talked about it. Yeah. Oh, nice. That I got is, nothing else. That is good. It is the sea of stars that you are actually in right now. Mm-hmm. I see Whoa. that. Uh, that's why he did it. Think that's about why it. He did. Um, well, gents, look at that. Just over an hour with three of us. That's pretty pretty awesome time. JJ's not around, so screw him. Otherwise, we would have been we would have spent like an hour and a half talking about the de- the intricate details of uh, Karateka again. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, it's a the great show. Yeah, for the for, great show. Always good to chat with y'all. Uh, you can find all of us in the JJ posted in the Discord. Did he? Oh, yeah, jerk. He said, "I fell. I fell asleep. Uh, I feel. <laughs> I feel asleep." <laughs> um, watch. He'll probably hop on in a second here. Uh, but no, the. Uh, you can find us in the Discord, which is really the best place to interact with us. A great great group of people. There's some great new faces in there, too. I love chatting with some of the newer folks uh, that, that pop in. And uh, SideQuesting.com, where you can find written reviews and news and uh, previews and hands-on. Um, of course, the YouTube page, where you can see us. And Twitch, where you just see us like this. This is great. Great stuff. Uh, and other social networks, but just... You know, there are names. Just search, I guess. It's probably the best way to say it. In the meantime, Taylor, Zach, thank you guys again. It's always always a blast. Zach, it looks like there's like a, a lizard or something on your shoulder because of the... Uh, hey, the I don't that... have a fancy green, green screen. <laughs> we don't have fancy guy. green screens like Taylor does, Mr. Freaking Web. Um, Charles is here. Next episode,